Hey, Emmy, can you say this is dinner for dessert? This is dinner for dessert. Close enough. Hey, Eric. Hey, Pomp. How are things? Things are okay, my man. It's been a while since I've been in this in the studio. Yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah, like two weeks ago, you were out. I think you were sick. I, I was sick, and I was I was working OTs and nonsense. But you did send us in an audio message. Yeah, I sent in a few. I don't know if you know because maybe I don't know if you listened back to what you recorded. I didn't. You probably should have. You sounded like you were trying to seduce us. Like I don't know if you were like doing the recording in like uh you I don't know if you were recording it like at work and you didn't want anyone to hear, but you're like, All right, for my recommendation this week, it's uh I recommend you watch uh House of the Fall of Usher or Fall of That That's whatever. just my phone voice, man. Yeah, you're like and uh so uh, I was also sick too. I just want you all to to watch it. I was like I was like, dude, I think I'm getting a little uh <laughs> I'm getting excited over here. Um yeah, and then last week we were gonna record and uh, I got sick. And you got sick. And right before we went on the air, Eric actually uh, root caused my uh, my sickness. You figured out how I got sick. Yeah. You found the exact moment where I got sick. So we went out, what was it, I guess two two Fridays ago? Yeah. Um, Louis DeVito, the old house DJ from like the 90s, early 2000s, was doing a show at a um like a bar slash club on long island and he hasn't like dj'd in a while so we went to we went out to see a me pomp um my buddy sean and my buddy baker and great night awesome night right such a good like throwback they were like there were kids there wearing sunglasses like ed hardy shirts it was like a real throwback it was if you need a visual if you guys remember the uh one of the earliest viral uh videos it was the dude doing the jaeger bombs jaeger bombs long island connection actually posted that guy tonight did he really yeah it was like what you used to do on thanksgiving eve and it was just the jaeger bombs guy yeah so for those who do not know what we're talking about first off you know house music dance music from the early 2000s this is like peak guido on long island also great music great music but like the epitome of all the things people make fun of about italian americans i'll say that fair point like skin tight t-shirts wearing sunglasses inside at night um fist bumping fist pumping sorry yeah spiked out gelled out hair and um yeah and there was this guy who parodied those types of people in like 2009 and he would just go to bars and just film himself ordering Jaeger, Jaeger bombs. And he'd just go, Jaeger bombs, Jaeger bombs. That was the whole the whole bit. But he was like, Guido'd out. It's perfect. And so basically, me and Eric and two of his uh, friends, the four of us go to this club where they're having a throwback night. And it was jam-packed with those types of people. <laughs> and here's the thing. where Where have they been? They've just been waiting for this they've moment. They've been waiting. They've been hibernating since 2003, and like they just they just hung out in their basements until until this throwback like night. They just kept out. ironing their shirts, like waiting. I know because their shirts all looked crisp, new. Yeah, and I don't know how because they don't sell this stuff anymore. We walked in to a time warp. It didn't even feel like a nostalgia night. It 
felt like 2001, right? Yeah, just I just felt older. <laughs> it was that. It was crazy. It was so so bizarre. But we go in. Actually, let before we even get there, we pregame at Sean's house, mm-hmm. and um, we don't have to call them my friends anymore. Like they they like you. Like you guys are all friends now. I'm 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 initiated yeah, into the yeah. crew. Can I say like what you guys do for a living? Yeah, we talk about that on the right. Yeah. They're all they're all the uh, part of the police department. They're, mm-hmm. So they're all the co- like you know Sean and Baker are cops where Eric works, and uh, so I was an honorary cop. I was so excited to like possibly get into a fight. I was like, dude, <laughs> you guys can't fight me. I have cop friends now. We'll just arrest you. But uh, luckily, we didn't. No, we didn't get it. We no. were also in like good spirits. Nobody was really looking for it. No, we were just dancing. <laughs> we we did, well Baker danced, but yeah. and we just watched him dance. Um, okay, so I have to set the scene a little bit. So we're pre-gaming at Sean's house, and Sean also is the person who uh, we did a podcast episode in his backyard. Yes. So same house. Now we're now and we're, who cooked us the craziest pre-show dinner. Oh, it was delicious. So we're hanging out in the living room. We first get there. Now I know Sean, but I never met Baker before. Um, I and for everyone who 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 doesn't know me in real life, I'm you know super awkward. So you know being awkward and um, just be you know being me. And Baker's like, hey, you want to play me in FIFA soccer? And I was like, <laughs> oh, maybe this is my chance to like bond. You know, I'm like, okay, all right, this is how I'm going to win him over. We're going to play some FIFA together. It's going to be great. You would think like a a video game soccer game like would be like a fair like fair matchup between two people. Uh, Baker beat me like seven nothing, and it was the fastest ass whooping I've ever seen in a video what game. What you didn't time. know before that moment, though, is Baker's a soccer guy. He has played his whole life, played college, played like some crazy like tournaments with people who have gone like super pro. Okay. Like he still plays two days a week on two different leagues. So like he's big, big soccer guy. Okay, so I shouldn't feel as bad as what you're saying. <laughs> no. You okay. walked into a trap with that game. I did walk into a trap. It was very embarrassing. I was like, this is if not... If you guys would have played like hockey, it would have been totally different. Okay. Uh, it was not a great start to my friendship building you know, uh, strategy, but <laughs> I think I redeemed myself as the night went on, uh, but had a, had a couple of uh, missteps, and <laughs> one of those missteps may or may not have led to me getting sick. It 100% did. So we go to uh, the club. I can't even call it a bar because it yeah, was. A I don't club. know what it, it's a club. It was style when we walked in, and um, so apparently all the all your cop crew now use these like nicotine pouches. Zins. They're called zins, and like you put the nicotine pouch like Zimbabwe's if you want to be cool. Yeah, you like you like stuff it between like on your bottom lip. Or if you want to go upper decky, you can do that too. There's upper deckers. You you ever double decker? Upper decky. Oh, upper decky. Do you ever double decky? Uh, if sometimes when I wake up, if you're feeling frisky, <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like if you put one on the left bottom and right bottom, then you could look like um, Vito Corleone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look how they massacred my boy. Like I'm a I'm a bottom decker. You know what I mean? Like I don't. I'm not really an upper decky kind of guy. Upper decker makes you look like a, a character from like a Dr. Seuss book, you know? <laughs> they don't really, they're not like thick though. They don't make your lip really protrude. Yeah, that's You don't true. Look, you look like Bubba, uh, what's his name? Bubba, Bubba Gump? Yeah. No, Bubba. I don't Bubba. know his real lab, just Bubba. Bubba Jackson. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody will fact check that one. Um, so they're like, oh yeah, these uh, nicotine pouches, they're great. You should try them. I was like, yeah, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll party, you know, live life in the fast lane. And for some reason, you you threw your hand into the container at like 66 miles an hour. 
causing <laughs> all of the all of the packets to like fly out of the canister. I I knocked the entire all the bad pouches out of the canister onto the dirty friggin' floor of the club. Uh, it was again, like you hit the punch button instead of like the grab button in video games. <laughs> well, I did just take like three shots of tequila right before that, so that might have done it. But <laughs> remember, I'm trying to build a friendship with this guy Baker, right? I'm trying to be like, you know, I don't want to embarrass Eric. Like, oh, you know, this is my boy Pomp. You know, he's my you know best friend since we were kids. He's a good dude. And then I show up and just I sh- I crap the bed at FIFA soccer. I knock over all his pouches of freaking nicotine, whatever, and. <laughs> So what for whatever stupid reason you know I, I you know I I pick up all the pouches and whatever I, one of the pouches I'm like well I guess I'm gonna I'm gonna you know use it I gotta I gotta try it and I took it off the floor and I just not only did I shove it in my mouth I actually stuffed up my nose first to be funny you sure did <laughs> I stuffed the pouch up my nose and then I and then I and then I put it in my bottom lip. Fast forward three days later, I'm sick and we can't do the podcast. Not just sick, sore throat. <laughs> really bad sore throat, like terrible sore throat. And um, so, yeah, that's that's what happened there. Now, the best part of this night, in my opinion, was after we go to the club, we do classic Long Island, like early 2000s. Like it's a tradition here. It is a it is a it is an institution. We went to the diner. This is what we do. We go to the diner because that's how Long Island does it. And I have Maryland has crab cakes. Yeah. We have disco fries. I haven't done that in so long. Oh, it was wonderful. I got a me and Eric both got cheeseburger deluxes. Yeah. And then we got cheese fries with gravy. Oh, that I that gravy was the best like fry dipping gravy I've ever had at a diner. Right? It was that good. And now I may it may have been the tequila talking about. Shout out Massapequa sure. Diner. Now I'm a I love Lindbergh Diner. I went there my whole life before it closed, but their gravy never touched this gravy. Now, Massapequa is known and famous now for five things. The first thing that they're famous for is it is the birthplace and uh, childhood uh, town of both Jerry Seinfeld and all the Baldwin brothers. Is that two? That's two things they're famous for. So the first two are those two. Third one... You ever start a list and then you don't know how you're going to fill it? Because I don't know if I could come up with five. Yeah, like Buzz and Home Alone, yeah. A2 and D. Yeah, I'm A2 D in it right now. <laughs> um, the third one is it is the birthplace and home of uh, uh, Gilgo Beach serial killer Rex Hurman. Terrible last name. Terrible person. Yeah, the only thing worse than his murderousness is uh, his last name. It's a crap last name. <laughs> He's got some nerve with that. so bad. And his first, Rex. Who does he think he is? Come on, guy. You know his real name is like Chester Hewerman. He's like, oh, people call me Rex. No one calls you Rex. What a dildo. Uh, He's such a... More like the dildo beach killer. The dildo beach killer. Yes. Well, you just named the episode, so thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now the other thing that they're famous for in Massapequa is the best friggin' gravy ever for dipping... For dipping into, uh, like, uh, I want to go back and get like a hot open turkey sandwich just to get it smothered in that gravy. That gravy was phenomenal. It had, you know, that savory flavor. I think there's like a Japanese name for it. You know what I'm talking about? Like, there's that distinct flavor. It's like they used to just, we used to always just say like sweet or salty or bitter. And now it's like sweet, salty, bitter, and then like umami or umami. You know what I'm talking about? Nope. You don't know what that, okay. 
it's that flavor of like the beefy flavor, like meaty flavor. So that night I was like trying to figure out why the gravy was so good. And I think it's because they actually put like when they make tur- when they actually make a turkey there, they take like the scrapings from the bottom yes that and put it in the gravy like that's what you the richness that's what you tasted in the gravy that's what i'm saying that's in the and the word for it i think it's called umami umami or your mommy i don't know your 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 mommy it's called your mommy um whatever it was your mom (laughs) your mom it was so good like amazingly good and i kind of want to go back yes i'm gonna go back can we go clubbing every friday night i don't even need to go clubbing bro we'll just listen to dance music on the way there we could stand outside the club um, wait online and then just get off the line. And we could make a club down. where the outside is the inside. What? <laughs> we should do it. Oh man, that'd be a good idea. Yeah, that gravy effed. It was now I'm so gonna be good. disappointed with any gravy tomorrow that's on my table. Yeah. Oh yeah, tomorrow's Thanksgiving. Maybe I'll go to maybe I'll go there tomorrow morning and get like a quart of it. Oh, you should. You should. You will be like the you'll be the Santa Claus of Thanksgiving. <gasps> yeah, what is that? What is that guy? Uh, it's, uh, it's called Uncle Eric. <laughs> we should make a new tradition. We should like write like children's books about Uncle Eric who comes on Thanksgiving morning and delivers gravy. Delivers the best turkey gravy you've ever had. <laughs> Just imagine like if we could somehow make that into a, a into like a, a child like fairy tale, like and oh it becomes like a thing. Because I mean, Santa Claus wasn't like a thing until like like the you know I don't know coca-cola started making santa claus commercials i don't know but like we can make it happen man that'd be so great there's actually a thanksgiving horror movie that's in theaters right now yeah which i'm pretty excited about it's just called thanksgiving oh it should be called gobble gobble but whatever serial killer wearing um i forget who the guy is he's like some old american mask yeah wait he's wearing a mask yeah he's like looks like so hold on i'll tell you you keep talking i'll find it um to myself uh, so how are things pop oh, things are good man um <laughs> so thanksgiving serial killer okay I'll, i can get behind that yeah. thanksgiving's such a good holiday and it just doesn't have like any movies like it needs thanksgiving movies it needs uh there really are none they need more like kid traditions where like you know instead of elf on a shelf it's like turkey leg on a shelf you know john carver no i don't know who that is no like old American, like Revolutionary War. You mean? I don't know. I think it's just like oh, like um, a pilgrim. Yeah, like something from like that time. I think it was like somebody from then. Oh, like a Mayflower dude. That's how I'm feeling. Like the like that's the, like the mask he's wearing. Like a pilgrim, Puritan, something like that yeah, along those lines. Does he walk around with a smallpox blanket? <laughs> oh my god, that's <laughs> how he kills people. He just kills people. Like, hey, here, you look cold. Take this blanket. Hey, man, was your child vaccinated? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> have these blankets. Oh man, he started COVID. <laughs> we could put this. At, maybe what you're in in the fairy tale, like your gravy, helps protect kids from from wow. from the coronavirus. What do you think about that? And that's why I leave it on Stoops Thanksgiving morning. Yeah. Stoop is a good word. You think anyone outside of New York uses the word stoop? I don't know. You think someone in like Chicago is like, oh, I'll just leave it on my stoop. I don't know. It's a good word. It is a good word. I mean, we, you know, you played like stoop ball when you were a kid. I don't know if that exists in other places. Probably not. Maybe, maybe in Chicago. I feel like Chicago is like New York, like light. Junior. Yeah. It's like New York Junior. <laughs> It's got the same vibe. Like their accents, like almost New York, except you know, shittier. It's like New York hits K 
Canada. I don't know. With a little Wisconsin sprinkle. <laughs> yeah, a little Wisconsin peppered in there. <laughs> oh, I actually had to think for a second. I was like, is Chicago in Wisconsin? <laughs> but alas, it is not. It is in Illinois. You can say a lot of things about us, but um, I don't even. I don't even know what the word would be. I was going to say geographists. We are not. But I don't we think, are not geographists. I don't think that's a, that's an actual word. We do not geography well. What was what would the word be for that? Geographer, Ge- a, gr- a geographer, geographer. That's close. Yeah. Is it? You think that's a job? You think that's like a science that you could like become a scientist in? Yeah, mappers, people yeah. that do map stuff. Yeah, like geographers in Illinois <laughs> discovered <laughs> Maryland. <laughs> like, what are they going to discover? Uh, Maybe like at one point it was a job. It's definitely a job. Like Lewis and Clark probably. They're like, yeah, let's see what's over this mountain. Oh, look, California. <laughs> and like, all right, well, it's time to go home now. <laughs> Come up with a new job. We found everything. Yeah, what do you do when you run out of like, like land to find? I guess that profession just ceases to exist anymore. Yeah, you just got to pick a new one. Like, what would you? What would be like your backup? Like, what would be like your 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 plan B uh, career after you've you know geographied everything? Uh, um, I guess seismologist or something to do with other things with land. Oh yeah, seismologist, uh, geologist maybe. You can look at rocks. Sounds, sounds fascinating. Um, a geometrist is that a thing? Optometrist. Optometrist. Um, what's an optometrist again? Eye doctor. Eye I think. doctor. Yeah. What are the dummies who? Uh, do like um your like sign like horoscope astrologist astrologist yeah we could do that we should make a movie about a geographer who runs out of land to find <laughs> and then he has like a midlife crisis grows a ponytail <laughs> buys a corvette you know it's a good a good funny movie about finding land is the one with uh the underrated one with chris farley and matthew perry mm hold on it's uh almost famous i always know almost almost almo- heroes almost heroes i always want to say wagons east but that was the john candy one which was good too and richard lewis yeah <clears throat> but th- that one's almost heroes that's a that's a good movie it's so good very underrated no one talks about it that was um very under the radar it bombed uh i think the people just weren't ready for that movie tommy boy and black sheep bombed too like they did they had to have probably you now know they're great because you appreciate humor but yeah. like the people that are paid to tell us what's a good movie or not are not the people that I would take advice from anyway. It's so true. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like I don't care what these companies think about the movie. You know, when we did um which we have to do more of, when we when we do the deep dives, you know, I'm learning that it's kind of hard to be a movie critic. Yeah. Because it's really hard to watch a movie you don't like. And then when you don't like it, it's just your opinion. Like it's all it is, man. You know how many people I think we may or may not have alienated when we talked about how much we did not like the movie The Money Pit with Tom Hanks? I don't care. The movie sucked. It did suck. But like, you know, if other people like it, good for them. Well, they're you know? wrong. I mean they yeah. Objectively wrong. The movie's bad. <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> It doesn't even make sense, that movie. I just, uh, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get mad again. <laughs> let's not, go, let's not do around. it again. It's just the, uh, filled with plot holes. We should literally have like a don't bring up Money Pit or Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. That just gets, like, that's where I lose it. <laughs> you know, it really grinds it. my gears. <laughs> but, but like, 
The movie is about a guy who buys a fixer-upper and is mad he has to fix it up. And then, like, lives in it whilst fixing it up. It's like, well, I mean, that you're kind of you're kind of asking for it, dummy. Uh, I'm so mad. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I'm sweating. <laughs> Jesus. All right. So anyway, where are we? Gravy. Great gravy. Okay. So Uncle Eric. Gravy and throat aids from the floor of Mulcahy's. I'm just saying. I have throat aids now, which is awesome. Um. <laughs> I, I honestly want to make a children's book where it's Uncle Eric saves Thanksgiving and you just like, Bro. like instead of coming down the chimney, like where do you come, like come up like a gas line? I don't know. No, I got to just sneak in through the back door. Yeah. You just like show up in the kitchen and you're like, yeah. gravy and then just leave. That's it. I don't know why that's your voice. Gravy. <laughs> I want that gravy so bad. No, you could literally make a children's book out of it where there's like a kid who is just so bummed all day because the mom forgot to get turkey gravy <laughs> because the turkey's dry and he's, and he's like, like so pissed turkey again <laughs> and his favorite uncle was supposed to not be there for thanksgiving and he shows and he up. shows up with the gravy not realizing that it just fixed like every problem oh we got something here man yeah we rock got solid. something rock solid we need more thanksgiving movies <laughs> there are zero thanksgiving movies that i'm on I'm actually really thinking. Like, I don't think there are any, right? No. We got to make this happen. Thanksgiving? How could there not be any Thanksgiving movies? It's crazy. You know why? Because everyone just puts all their, their, their eggs into the Christmas basket, like right out of the gate. I already watched a Christmas movie. Did you? I won't until uh, Thanksgiving dinner's done. You want to hear which one I watched? This doesn't count as a recommendation because I do not recommend. Four Christmases? No, it's new. It just came out. Did you watch the one with Brandy? Maybe. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> and Jason Biggs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's Dude. it called? And Heather Graham. Uh, it's called Best Christmas Ever. I like Heather Graham. She was really good in this, actually. Yeah. I will say. She makes me Randy. Did she? she yeah. I will <laughs> say this. It was a really good movie. They usually are. My only beef is that Brandy's acting is like one she's it's like one notch below like a level acting you know what i mean it's not like bad it's not like the room bad it's just like eh. like she's up against Jason Biggs and Heather Graham yeah. who are like legit actors and she's really only done Moesha exactly like it just you could tell the difference like heather graham like brings she brings the thunder you know and and brandy just like can't i feel like she can't keep up yeah but it's really good really good yeah i'm gonna Highly watch it. I just, I, like i said i can't do it until i scarf down thanksgiving dinner yeah that's when christmas season starts for me all right so you i, I wanted to listen to my christmas playlist on the way here tonight but i just i couldn't do it till tomorrow tomorrow yeah. night yeah, you should watch it. I, I, again, being oh, well. yeah, and but I'm being on on the record. This is technically not a recommendation because I don't, you know, not every Christmas movies aren't for everyone. There's a good Christmas movie I saw a trailer for that's coming out. It looks it's like a Freaky Friday. Okay. Um, I, I don't remember anything more about it, but I, there was good people in it, and it looked good from the trailer. Of all the Freaky Friday storylines, because that that has been played out in. Like father, like son, vice versa. Vice versa was so good. Two Freaky Fridays, and then the one where, um, Ryan Reynolds, I think, switches with Jason Bateman. 
Yeah, there was that one. And then you had one that was Vince Vaughn and the girl. And one becomes a serial killer. That one becomes like her. Did you see that one or no? No, I have no idea what you're talking about. That's good. And then there's 13 going on 30. Yeah, there's a lot of them. They work, though. They work. It's a good storyline. People like the old switcheroo. Oh, there's the one where Matthew Perry becomes Zac Efron. That's a good one. And like basketball, like schools everyone in like basketball. Yeah. What is that called? 17 again. 17 again? Yeah. So that's like seven. We just called it. That was like a good seven. movie. It was good. What's your favorite? Oh. Man, I love the. Uh, it's Lindsay Lohan, Jamie Lee Curtis. That's Freaky Friday. Yeah, that's Freaky Friday. I think that yeah. one might be my favorite. That's that's a good one. I liked Vice Versa and like Father Like Son. Me too. I can't, Those I can't are great remember from my childhood, but I haven't seen them in a long time. I can't remember which one's which. I know one has Ju- Judge Reinhold. That's Vice Versa. And then the other one has Kirk uh, Cameron. Kirk Cameron and his dad is um, Dudley, Moore? Dudley Moore. Yeah. And then it's Fred Savage and Judge Reinhold, right? Yeah. Good memory. Damn. <laughs> I, Damn. I, I don't know what a geographer is called. But you know but that every actor in, those in every like mid, mid mildly successful I literally movie called it 80s. a geographist, but I remembered who's in those movies. <gasps> That's a good superhero name. The geographist. <laughs> you like you punch people in the face and then just tell them where things are. <laughs> <laughs> knock him out he's on the floor you just get over look at his face you're like green bay is in wisconsin motherfucker. <laughs> i said wisconsin wisconsin oh, oh god the geography hit him with the albuquerque uppercut <laughs> <laughs> oh the albuquerque uppercut where do you come up what with this would stuff? his cost like what would his gear be just a, a map i think like all just mapped out right and then spandex or baggy Span- um i want to say spandex you got to just stick to it he's got to be jacked or does he does his outfit mimic the the terrain he's on so he's got camouflage yes so if he's in like the desert he's got like desert he looks looking. he's sandy colored yeah, yeah. if he's in like I feel like you're not allowed to say that anymore, man. That's not politically correct. <laughs> he's in Iceland. He's like green. He's yeah. in Greenland. He's, he's icy. icy. Look at you knowing like about. You know how I know that? Uh, no idea, actually. Probably from a movie. Yeah. But do you know which one? This is the crazy part. Greenland, Iceland. It's going to be a comedy. It was a comedy. It's a comedy starring... I'm guessing, by the way. I'm doing like when Doc Brown in Back to the Future tries to pretend he's a psychic. Um, it it has Stifler in it. No. Um, name one actor, not the main character. A be, like a, 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 a supporting cast member as a hint. Oh, God. I don't... Uh, the kid from Fringe. The kid from Fringe? The guy from Fringe. Charlie from Mighty Ducks, yeah. Phil Jackson. What's his name? <laughs> Joshua Jackson. Jo- Joshua Jackson. Um, Phil Jackson. See, that's oh, how we get. That's the coach of the Lakers. Oh, that's right. Okay, there you go. All right, I'm not crazy, <laughs> but we got there. We got that's there. how we get there. We do stuff like that. Yeah. Um, Joshua Jackson is in it. Mighty Ducks. <laughs> Mighty. Du- oh, Mighty Ducks too. Yeah, because they're 
playing Iceland. And Emilio Estevez goes on a date with the blonde girl, like the trainer from the Iceland team. And she's on the date. She goes, Iceland is actually very nice. Greenland is covered in ice. Oh. And I've literally never forgotten that. See? All that time watching movies and TV shows, <laughs> people say it was rotting our brains. Yeah. All it was doing was taking mine over. <laughs> I know. Dude, you are like... I realize... So, my wife's favorite thing to make fun of me about is like... She's like, you are so smart with like random like like crap that like nobody else n- understands. But like when it comes to like regular people stuff, you're the biggest idiot ever. And I proved it today. My wife sends me a text and it was, hey, when you're at the liquor store, can you get two bottles of Sauvignon, uh, two bottles of white? And then in parentheses wrote Sauvignon Blanc. I wrote back, is that red wine or white wine? And she's like, I literally said white in the, in the, in the text. She's like, and, and I was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, and Blanc means white. <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah. I don't know what Sauvignon Blanc is. Is that weird? Did you know what Sauvignon Blanc was, a, was white yes. wine? <laughs> You're also not a wine guy. I know, but I feel like I should know that. But whatever. Maybe my brain is rotted. So you don't know what a geographist is, but you know everything <laughs> about anything as long as it was stated in a movie. Um, like, you know that Puerto Rico was annexed at some point. I do. Because of the little giants. I do. There I would have go. never known that. You also know that uh, when ducks fly, they usually fly together in the shape of a V. 100%. Um, so you got that going. All right. So that was, thank- what was the point of that whole story? Oh, gravy. <laughs> it was good gravy. Good gravy. <laughs> good, great gravy. Great gravy. Great V. Oh, it was great V. Okay. So here's another thing. I wanted to tell you this. It says, no, I have no segue. I have no clever way to tie it into our show. Okay. I just wanted to tell you because I think it's the craziest fun fact that I learned. Okay. Do you know in Super Mario Brothers, he always goes, it's me, Mario. Right? Did you know that he's not saying, it's me, Mario? He's not saying that. Do you know what he's saying? He's saying, it's me, Mario. It's me means super in Japanese. He's saying Super Mario in Japanese. I don't believe that. Sounds like some TikTok hogwash. It's real. I may or may not have found out about it on TikTok, (laughs) but it's real. It's real. (laughs) Wrestling's real. I knew it. I knew it. (laughs) I knew it. Wrestling is real. Damn it. All right. Whatever. Okay. So I I got two more things to tell you. Okay. The first one is last week or two weeks ago, you with your uh seductive uh <laughs> voice recording you recommended fall of the house of usher yes on the flicks yes i watched it and Hoo-wee. good stuff right so good so good very very well done uh-huh tied in all the edgar Allan poe stories yep. it, it's awesome because he basically they took like five dip five plus edgar Allan poe stories slash poems and tied them all together into like one holistic narrative yeah it was wonderful it was really good now have you watched the other shows i have not i did not know there there were other shows okay you didn't know god damn it i know i think you told me but then i didn't 
Okay, so here's the deal. The guy who creates these shows, uh, he's wonderful at doing one season shows. So he he does use he reuses a lot of the same actors, but none of them are act technically a sequel to another. So you can watch them in any order. Okay, the first one was the Haunting of Hill House. Oh, I saw that. You watched that? Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, that was my favorite one of the series. Fall of the House of Usher was my second favorite. Oh, I didn't know so that was then the same. It was oh, ha- Haunting of Bly Manor. Did not see that. Was the second one he put out. Then Midnight Mass. Did not see that. Then The Midnight Club. Isn't that from Nickelodeon? Okay, so it was the name of the of the kids who meet up. Yeah. Um to tell the stories. Which is probably why he named the show this. It takes place in like an end of life house where like these kids who are all terminal go to spend like their whatever their remaining time is. They just go to live there together because it kind of gets them away from like their home life and the people constantly nagging them about being sick and all that. That's a great idea. It's a great idea. So if you were if you were an end of life care, would you want to be my roommate? 100 percent. Oh, that'd be awesome. So um, and the whole point is they meet up at midnight in the library and they each tell stories. That's it's, awesome. It's wonderful. That's and awesome. It's, it's like, the most emotional out of all the shows he's done. All right. Obviously, because yeah. it's dealing with kids like, dying, 18, 17, 18, 19 year olds dying. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it, it like hits it. It really tugs on some strings. Uh, and then Usher was the was the fifth. Okay. That it was so good. So, so. you need to go watch Bly Manor. Midnight Mass, Midnight Club. Will do, will do. Yeah, The Haunting... You've seen the bookends. (laughs) Yeah, Haunting of Hill House was legit scary. Now do you notice, though, that there's there's the same actors? Yeah, I didn't put two and two together, to be honest. Now Like the oldest son was like the one of like the main dudes in... in, Or was he in Bly Manor? He might have been in Bly Manor. He might have been in both. Um, Oh, like as you watch them, you'd be like, oh, it's that guy. Oh, it's that girl. Oh, it's... You know what I mean? Yeah. It's pretty great. I love that. So good. Um, okay, one last thing, and then we're going to go to our next segment. Okay. I have a weird, weird idea. It might be a terrible idea. Okay. For the show. I've been thinking about this. I've been... I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan of... Uh, what's the word? Um, like, oh, like, always boobs? learning stuff. Oh. And boobs. But, like, always learning stuff. And um, I want to do a thing where we challenge each other called the DFD challenge to like learn a new random thing. And you like, we'll give like multiple choice. And you could pick which thing that you're going to accept the challenge on. You see what I'm saying? But not like crazy. It's not like you have to learn Japanese. Okay. It's like, this is like little things such as, I don't know. We're going to make it up every week, <laughs> but like I, I, I have my first one for you already. I have one for you already. Okay. But it's the only one I have. Okay. So I don't get to choose. Um, yeah, this one you don't have to choose. You don't get to choose. But you gotta you can you could reject it. You cannot you could not accept it if you don't want to. Just because this is a warm up. Okay. This isn't the real thing yet, so it's a warm up. You wanna hear my warm up? Let's go. I want to challenge you to learn how to solve a Rubik's Cube. Uh, I really don't want to. Damn it. <laughs> but can but can you try anyway? Yeah. Dude, I just gotta sit there and watch YouTube videos at work and figure it out. That's what I'm saying. You have a lot of time to do that at work. I just don't want to. But once you learn it, you're like, dude, I know how to solve a Rubik's Cube. 
it's like learning how to ride your bike with no handlebars. It's 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 a hoot. <laughs> it's not a hoot. <laughs> it's very fun though. No, you don't want to do it. I mean, I'll do it, but I don't, I'm, <laughs> don't want to. All right, I'll do it though. All right, so accepted. Yeah. All right, you got to give me one now. You gotta give me a challenge. Well, I didn't get a chance to think of this. Yeah, that's a good point. So let's just keep the show going, and I'll come up with one before the end of it. All right, before the end of the show, um, I got another idea. Okay. I want to come up with a, a new game show for the for the for the podcast. Or trivia. Well, not trivia. It's more like a competition show. Okay. Um. And wait, I named it. Hold on. <laughs> oh, it's a terrible name. <laughs> the name of the show is uh, "Who's Got Better Ideas." <laughs> That's it. Right to the point. <laughs> right to the point. <laughs> and I want it to be a challenge where I ask you and then I ask AI a question and like a creative question. And we'll then your response versus AI's response. And then we'll judge who's who's got the better ideas. Wow. What do you think? This is how it begins. This is how it be- Dude, this is it. This is the beginning of the end. This is when Skynet takes over. They start learning our ideas and realize how much better they are than us. Yeah. That's how they that's how they decide to take over the world. When they realize that they keep beating us at every idea. Our Skynet's going to be called Flybird, by the way. Flybird is a cool friggin' name for a company that ruins everything. <laughs> wow, Flybird. We just came up with in the last 40 minutes, we've come up with like eight different names for the this episode <laughs> so just to play it back geographist but fist spelled like f-i-s-t, F-I-S-T. at the end because he's a superhero Flybird, uncle eric's gravy that's it that's the one your reaction says it that's all that's the one <laughs> you were a focus group of, of one and uh you've, you've uh <laughs> the results are clear um okay you want to try this isn't the real game, but we'll do one. All right. Okay. We're going to do one. All right, Eric. <clears throat> Design, tell me a perfect first date. I feel like I'm the wrong person to ask this question to. <laughs> I just, uh, you want to, you want to get, you want to get another question? You want to pass? Yeah. I mean, I don't. Okay. Um, what is, I got to come up with something random. First dates are weird. I've had some weird first dates. Okay. What, what should I do? What should I do for fun this weekend? Okay. You should. Huh. This weekend. Go to Dave and Buster's. Okay, go to Dave and Buster's. That's actually a great one. I have two kids. And you can get some some apps. You can play some air hockey, which is always great. Yes. Yes. And then you can play some Cruise in USA or Cruise in Exotica and have a blast. I love this idea, actually. And funny enough, my son Aiden asked if we could go to Dave and Buster's. Like he was begging like Nailed two it. days ago. Nailed, Nailed it. it. <laughs> okay, you want to hear what 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 uh, artificial intelligence yeah. said? <clears throat> if the weather is nice, explore nature. Oh, get uh, the 
flew out of here. Yeah. Consider hiking, cycling, or a picnic in a local park. Consider sucking on these nerves. Yeah. Winner, winner, chicken dinner, or may I say, winner, winner, turkey dinner. Eric, you beat. Wow. You beat uh, Skynet. What an awful you, answer. You be- suck at Flybird. Yeah. You beat Flybird. <clears throat> um, are we gonna are we gonna start an AI company called Flybird? Because I think we should. <laughs> we should. Oh my God, Flybird! For those who are wondering where that came from, I uh, because our podcast studio is pretty uh, <laughs> lo- low budge. I don't know um, if you wanted to say. No, I'm gonna call it out. Um, our podcast studio is pretty low budget, and so we have to, you know, have multi purpose uh, furniture in here. <laughs> So the table that I use to put my iPad on while we're podcasting is also a workout bench. <laughs> and that workout bench, it happens to have a, the huge Flybird logo on it. It's a pretty cool cool logo, it to is. be honest. So It looks like a penguin in, in like bomber form. It, yes. It looks like a penguin who's about to drop an atom bomb. That's amazing. And penguins can't fly, can they? I don't think so. So that's the word on the streets. So fly bird is just saying that it's like a really cool bird. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Uh, so tonight, can I tell you one more dad joke? I, I, yeah. I did. I did in, in in the wild today. Those are the best kind. So whilst I, I've been trying to say whilst as much as possible, I don't even know if I'm using. It I like right. I like using whomst when I can. <laughs> and whomst are we speaking about? Whomst. <laughs> <laughs> so whilst i was at the liquor store earlier looking for sauvignon blanc which is white wine by the way um uh i asked the lady i'm like hey do you have any recommendations for a good mezcal right so mezcal is like that tequila that's not tequila but is tequila are you is telling it? me or the or the audience i'm telling the audience do you know that i do know that worked uh, in worked in bars for a long time yeah it's a good point so she's like, oh, we have this one, this one, and then this one called Illegal, uh, which is really nice. And I just looked at it and I go, well, am I going to get in trouble if I, if I buy it? <laughs> and she's like, why would you get in trouble? I'm like, because it's, forget it. And she's like, oh, because it's Illegal. I'm like, yeah. And she's like, yeah, no, you won't did get it. Did they have Casamigos? They did, but <laughs> I, I, I got the Illegal. Did she? I had to at that point. Casamigos one's good. I committed to the joke. And by good, I mean awful. Why did you get Mezcal? <laughs> I don't know. It's so gross. Can we just be honest? I, I thought I was just add ice cubes to it, make it not gross. I don't know. We'll find out. We'll see what happens. Ugh. But the, the the point of my story, Eric, <laughs> is that the joke bombed hard. Like she goes, "Why would you get in trouble?" And I was That's like, "Good. That's good that she didn't because, get it." And then she and I was I like, "I think it's because, better that she didn't get it." And then she goes, "Oh, because illegal." <laughs> uh, no. Which, did like, she have an accent? No, she was saying it like with the Spanish accent. Why? Because I think that's how you're supposed to pronounce it. it. It's spelled illegal, just so you know. It says illegal on the bottle. I have a problem with people that do that. Uh, it's like, it's like you ever see those, those memes now? It's like when white people order, order Mexican food. Uh, it's so good. Anyway, if you guys don't know, I'm not going to try to do it. But They always use the Stephanie McMahon face one. Yeah. When you say gracias to the waiter at the Mexican <laughs> restaurant, and it's always her like, He's like a, super smiling, super super happy, <laughs> the whitest white face of all time. Just say gracias. 
really like overrolling the R's. Yeah, like Ooh. I don't listen. I don't need you to like pretend. I could tell you're like you don't. You're not from there. I'm a gringo. Yeah. So I ordered. I, so I bought the bottle of illegal. But what was your reason? Because I wanted to get mezcal. But like, why? Um, Did you see somebody cool drinking it? <laughs> no, I do. <laughs> So my brother Frank's been getting me into tequila lately. Okay, I, so you're, you're I, yeah. Frank. Yeah, I used to not be a tequila guy at all. I thought tequila was the... I used to describe tequila. This is my description of tequila. It's like somebody took a shot of whiskey, gargled it in their mouth, and then spit it back into a cup, and then I drank it. I think it's even worse than that. Yeah. But I don't know. I've been drinking it on the rocks with my brother from time to time, and I'm starting to like it. And Mezcal is just like... It's like tequila, but then aged, a little smokier kind of thing going on. It's actually technically tequila. I learned this. Tequila has to be made with like um, steamed blue agave. It's like very specific. Sure does. Mezcal is like the whole family, right? So tequila is a type of mezcal. And mezcal, when it's like marketed as mezcal in America, it usually means it's just not made with blue agave, but it also could be smoked instead of steamed. So it's like smokier it's more closer to uh to like whiskey no it's not but whatever so and so tomorrow's thanksgiving i am hosting it here my brother frank is is going to be in attendance so i got some mezcal so we could drink some perfect but i hope he doesn't get in trouble either because it's illegal nerd it's a bad joke the more i think about it i really hate myself it wasn't terrible the fact that she didn't get it is just mind-numbing I'm shocked. Like, it's how a, dumb of a human was that? It, it was like, it was like, that was like low. What's that called? Low, the lowest, con, you know, that was common low, denominator, yeah. like lowbrow humor. That joke was lo- literally low hanging fruit, and she didn't get it. Wild. I can't believe it was low hanging blue agave, and she didn't get it. It was. Like, <laughs> uh, I don't know if agave is a fruit. But it's a plant. I don't know. Would I look like a fruitologist? <laughs> well, that could be your job after you retire from geography. So, what is what's the job? Fruitographer, <laughs> botanist. I don't know. <laughs> produce department. Uh, produce manager at Sea Town. I think his name was Hubert because I worked oh, at Sea Town. For the uh, for those who don't know, one of my many many uh, jobs I've had in my life, I was uh, I worked produce at a, a, a little bro some people might not even know what a c-town is yes oh my god so c-town used to be a uh a supermarket chain that i don't think exists anymore maybe there's like there's, two left i've seen one there's like one in hempstead or uniondale i've seen it there was one in long beach for like way longer than there should have been in the west end yeah. i don't know if it's there anymore but um i worked at c-town with my friend dave and uh we worked in pro i worked in produce oh no dave did too no, oh, all the cool kids worked like like on the floor, like they stocked shelves and stuff. Oh no, actually, the coolest kids were the butchers. Yeah, butcher cool. and deli counter. Yeah, were the I feel cool like the kids. deli guys are the cool guys. This is how it works. There's, I think I'd be a good deli guy. Yeah, you are a total deli guy. What can I get you, boss? What can I get you? Half yeah. pa- half pound. Uh, you want thin? That, you want to slice thin? <laughs> you want it thin? Okay. You so, want to try a slice? Make sure yeah. is it good enough for you? Yeah, there's about the gabagoo. The gabagoo. <laughs> There is an entire like like social caste system at at a supermarket. It goes like this: the butchers, old badass dudes. Those are like the guys who have like they have the prison tattoos. You don't ask them about their past. You don't want to know. They take 
96 Marlboro Red breaks a shift. Yeah, they don't take lunch breaks. They take cigarette <laughs> breaks. There's no there's no lunch for them. They're they're all 86 pounds each. Uh, just <laughs> and crazy grizzly gray beards. Yeah. Um, the deli guys are always like the the like the the meatheads, the tough guys. Yeah. Like the what can I get you, boss? Yeah. Uh, the guys on the floor are the like the normals, the normies. Like if this if this was how I met your mother, it would be Ted, Ted Mosby. The worst, yeah. Uh, if this was uh, Friends, if this was Friends, it would be. It wouldn't be Matthew Perry. <laughs> no. Oh. oh, rest in peace. But it would be. <laughs> I can't believe I didn't say rippity dippity. What's wrong with me? Anyway, so you changed. I you changed, man. I changed, man. <laughs> um, who would? Okay, if it was Friends, Matthew Perry would be. Um, he would be the manager. Yes, he'd be the manager. <laughs> Joey would work the deli counter. Yes, Phoebe would work the register. Yeah. Yes. Um, Ross would be the floor guy. Yeah, floor, and then Mo- Monica. Monica would, would be like uh like the cost like the cost what's it called the, customer service like the person who also like where you return stuff but they also have cigarettes for some reason yes where you buy cigarettes in the supermarket in 2000 yeah that or 94 like yeah. that that person yeah it was so uh, weird but it was a thing that was such a thing it's so weird she's also like uh uh ross i need you up to customer service ross <laughs> yeah <laughs> like that would be monica yes price check um yeah anyway so the hierarchy anyway the i pressed the button on your desk like people could see i was pressing the, the uh, intercom well i saw it and that's all that matters um i would say that the cashiers were always like the good-looking girls yeah not not these days <laughs> but uh times, back in the times day, have changed. times have changed but back in the day it was like the, high, the in the high school era like the hot girls worked at the cashier um and then produce was uh me and dave <laughs> i don't know you where and, you and d-rock me man. and dave making you know making fruit salads and uh <laughs> scraping the mold off of potatoes <laughs> i actually got um interviewed by the the local newspaper because they they did a big investigation into that sea town i worked at for doing a lot of illegal stuff good stuff i'll tell that another day on the podcast because we i just realized our intro is 50 minutes long oh <laughs> All right, so we got. We only have one segment tonight, so it's okay. No, two. two. Oh yeah, we have the Thanksgiving. We, we stuff. We do we recommendation put- real quick, and then we'll do the. Uh, or you want to end it with? Well, yeah, and then we'll end it with the Thanksgiving stuff. Yes. Cool. Awesome. All right. Um, so this next segment is called recommendations. Eric, hit it. So my recommendation is kind of a weird one. Uh, my recommendation actually came out in December of 2020. 2020? And it's a video game, and I just haven't really played it. It's called Cyberpunk 2077. 
and 20 20 77 20 77 and it's wonderful over the last like week i've put like 60 hours into it and it's fantastic it takes place in california in the year 2077 so it's not just a clever name it's not and uh the world's all like corpo run and you play as a character called v and throughout things that happen you get like um something is put into like your implant in your brain and you get a another personality that like is with you and that personality is played by keanu reeves that's amazing and he, he was a rock star slash they call him terrorist but he was just like trying to take down the man freedom back fighter. in back in like our time right now so now he's an old man no he's not because he was killed then but his his engram his like soul was put onto a drive and now it's in the main character's head and like they're constantly bickering okay but only you can see him and talk to him no one else can okay and he's like your your dark passenger okay and so now you go through like i'm assuming you're fighting bad guys yeah there's a great story and he's like your guide throughout the not not so much your guide but he's like there to like make fun of you if you do stuff wrong or like give you input and you're trying to separate yourselves but it's proving to be not an easy thing to do okay and so it's a like it's like an action i, I forgot the name it's like a it's a like your first person fighting people shooting yeah people. and first it's person shooter so customizable with like outfits looks vehicles like you customize like your genital size like that's how what would cr- you, you make yours well i wanted to go with something different so i gave myself a big dong good for you <laughs> well done well done i played through uh usually i like i I played through games like that like as a chick but i read before like there's different romance paths you can follow and i heard like the best romance path was this one chick but you can only romance her if you're a dude and she like becomes your girlfriend okay and she's like badass and like fights with you but her storyline was so great so like i wanted to try that i'm probably gonna do one the opposite way now what do you like mean with, that? A, like with be- a chick main character to like do like hard different paths okay there's so many different paths you can take that's awesome and it's you can kind of like do, and you like you decide your play style like if you want to use pistols you build up pistols to be like your thing you want to use shotguns assault rifles or like um katana blades which is what i'm doing because it's so much fun to just slice people with swords love it so like that's my favorite and like cyberware you have like all these like hacks that you can do and like it's really cool it's a fun game you would love it i think i'm gonna check it out soundtrack's awesome the visuals are dope so when the game first came out it was problems it was like glitching on every system um and people were like really shitting on it then they went back and just fixed everything like a year later and like redropped it and it was great all right and now they just dropped a huge update and a dlc for it which i'm currently in the middle of playing the expanded dlc and it's wonderful so good reco i'm definitely gonna check it out and they get a lot of um like idris elba plays the main character that you're working with in the new dlc nice which is awesome because it's like you're looking at him and it's him acting it oh it's his voice and his like yeah it looks just like it's him. his avatar it's him. Whatever. that's awesome like grimes the singer like she has like a, a special question like there's just different people that pop up and you're like oh my god i know that person that's awesome so it's, right. it's super cool it's so it's on ps5 ps5 computer it's on everything okay and keanu reeves's name in the game is johnny silverhand which is pretty dope that's a great name <laughs> so that's my wreck three years later 
not as good as Flybird, but Johnny Silverhand. Johnny Silverhand's awesome. a good name. Oh man, that's awesome. Okay, all right. Well, um, Jones, do you have any recos? <laughs> Jones, no. Okay, Jones doesn't have any recos. Uh, we probably should mention Jones isn't here tonight. <laughs> Jones is uh, currently um, uh, indisposed. Is that he's the out word? clubbing on Thanksgiving Eve? <laughs> he's at Louis Devito night at uh, Mulcahy's <laughs> in Wanta. Um, so I'll start off with my video game reco. I recently got the MetaQuest Three, the VR headset, and oh man, I love it. I really, really love it, and I highly recommend it. Now, again, VR is not for everybody. Um, there are a lot of people that like got the VR headsets and like played it for like a month and then get sick of it or just don't know. Like, they don't find their their groove in it. I am not one of those people. I've had the Quest Two for like a year and a half or whatever, and I and you actually recommended it to me, the Quest yeah. Two back in the day, and I never stopped playing it. And now with the Quest Three, it's just like it takes it up a notch. It's the best part. And I, and I think this is the key for uh, like VR to become a thing is actually the mixed reality stuff. Like, and for those who don't know what I'm talking about, like pass through stuff. Yeah. So mix, mixed reality. Like, so v- virtual reality is when you're a hundred percent immersed in like a, in a virtual world, um, which is amazing. It's super immersive. It's awesome. Mixed reality is where, the virtual stuff is overlaid on top of what you're, what's actually happening in the real world. So like, for example, you could play a zombie shooter game where when you're looking around, you're looking around your actual room, but the zombies will come through your door. They'll come through your windows. And so you're like fighting zombies in your actual room, in your real, in your actual house, stuff like that. And it's really cool. It's also awesome for little kids. So my kids are not technically the proper age to do VR. It's they say 13 plus. But they can do the mixed reality stuff because they they don't walk into walls and slam their hands into stuff. They love playing the mixed reality. They play the bowling game in mixed reality and it's like they're in the living room. They see the living room, but there's a bowling lane in the middle of our living room and and it's and it's sick. So highly recommend. It's also awesome to watch movies in. And I will tell you my next recommendation. I watched this movie on my MetaQuest 3. It was a movie called, and I randomly picked it, never heard of it. I just was, you know, just scouring. And I actually kind of was like, hey, I'm going to watch this in case it's good so I could reco it on the show. Or if it's bad, I could just crap on it on the show. So it was a win-win. It's on Peacock. It's called Please Don't Destroy the treasure of foggy mountain and it's a comedy that feels like the comedy comedies of of our our youth like that's a bold uh selling point it's like the 90s comedy energy that road trip bureau trip like road trip yeah like road trip um you know that level of like goofy but not stupid goofy like there's a there's like a there's a line where you cross goofy where it's just like corny. Like okay. Yeah, I know what you mean. And like um like the scary movie yeah series. It's like too too dumb. Like it I don't know any of the actors' names, but I do know what they're famous well, they're not famous, but what they're known for. They are the production 
crew for SNL. They do all the recorded production pieces. They're like the new Lonely Island. Oh yeah. So they. I haven't do, watched SNL since Lonely Island. So they do all like the the fake rap videos. Like they do all like the all the pre-recorded stuff, and they're in them. So that's what they. That's like their thing. They're not like live sketch actors. Gotcha. They do. They do these production. They write all the, the 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 bits and then they record them. So it's about three friends who you know three childhood friends who you know there's a treasure that they find or whatever and that's the whole that's that's the plot but the plot doesn't matter it's more of like you know a friendship story but um one of the greatest characters in the whole show in the whole movie is the guy who plays one of their kids dads is conan o'brien nice and he's phenomenal in it and he's got a goatee and it's amazing sick uh I'll say it one more time because it's the longest name ever. Please don't destroy the treasure of Foggy Mountain. Highly recommend. All right. Let me just talk real quick about this controller for the uh, the new Oculus. They moved the second button up further and my thumb doesn't reach it from comfort zone. Really? Yeah. My my son's five-year-old hand could reach it. I got a little stubby. <laughs> a little Vienna sausage thumb. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still going to get it. but You're six foot five. And you have smaller hands than my five-year-old son. No, the appendages didn't grow with the body, man. What are you do? Whatever. I have tiny hands, None of too. Them. I have small hands. Smell like cabbage. <laughs> Whatever. It's good for you. You could you could grab things in like tight spaces, like when you drop like your keys between your seat cushions in the car. That's nice. Like, don't worry. I got it. That's <laughs> nice. It. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and my third uh, recommendation is- Oh, my God. Is, you're still going. I'm still going. I, well, it's been a while since we've had a show. Me too. I just can't think of anything that I've enjoyed. I, I've been, I purposely like hunt down random stuff because I don't sleep. I sleep like three hours a night, so I have plenty of time. Um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts, there's a podcast called Bone Valley. And it's not, <laughs> it's not about having sex. <laughs> it's not about lovemaking. It's my favorite strip club. <laughs> Bone Valley is a great strip club name. <clears throat> so it is a serial like the, like the podcast serial where the entire season is one story, but it is a wild twist and turn type of story that is just like an ongoing saga that's still going. Even after the season ends, it's still going. And uh, I feel like that's where the nerdy kid from the comedy, like where his friends bring him to get laid for the first time. <laughs> Bone Valley. <laughs> He's still thinking about Bone Valley. It's not a great name, but it's like th- Dead Man's Curve or like Devil's Backbone. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the place where okay, so a girl gets murdered, and this I'm not I'm not spoiling anything. And this is the point of the show. It, a girl gets murdered, and they immediately think it's her husband, and. The, her body is found in Bone Valley, which is like a, I guess, like a weird, desolate spot off the highway where the body was dumped. And the guy's still in jail, by the way, for murdering his wife. But like, there's a lot of evidence that suggests that he did not. Could also be another term for hoo ha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. Well, I have so many things to say, but we want to keep it PG 13. So, Bone Valley, you know, use your imagination, people. Um, you guys make up your own jokes at home, okay? This is a choose-your-own-adventure for perverted jokes. Um, so those are my recos. Quest 3, fantastic, and definitely Black Friday deals, so you should buy one. Bone Valley or Hidden Valley, where would you choose to spend the rest of your days? 
Well, I feel like Bone Valley sounds a lot more fun. You know, Bone Valley is like, you know, you don't need the whole three date rule. Like Bone Valley is, sounds like an area in cyberpunk. It totally does. Bone Valley is like the girl that you don't have to take out on a date. You're just like, yes. hey, you. If that's what you're into. You're yeah. just like, you, me, <laughs> car. Like, yeah. Yeah. Bone Valley. Hidden Valley is like, you know, requires some whining and, you know, a little bit of dining. More than Dave and Buster's. Yeah, you got to take you got to take them somewhere better than Dave and Buster's. Um, okay, those are the recommendations. If we had an applause button, I'd, I'd hit it. Do we like need a seg- like a segment switch for the next part or are we just going to do it? The next part is just what talking about Thanksgiving? Yeah, like the stuff we put up on the gram. Um mm, I don't think so. No. Let's just open it up and and live run it. Uh, this all right. I'll, I'll do like a lead in, but there'll be no music. You ready? <laughs> this segment is called Uncle Eric's Gravy. Hit it! <laughs> <laughs> oh God! <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> all right. What do we got? What do we got? So you put up a couple of things on the gram right before we started the show, right? So I'm just gonna go through them in order. First one you put up was best Thanksgiving food? Question mark. And you gave the people a few choices. You gave turkey, stuffing, sweet potato casserole, slash sweet potato pie. It didn't all fit. And fourth was trick question. It all sucks. As of right now, by tremendous lead, stuffing. Wow. Like absolutely tremendous lead. Sweet potato casserole coming in a distant second. Okay. Followed by trick question. It all sucks. Now, I so usually... Turkey- Turkey dead last. Wow. I wouldn't usually do this, but to all those who said Thanksgiving sucks, blank. Yeah. My niece, Casey. <laughs> oh, did you call them out? Oh, my God. He's naming names. He's uh, naming names. You guys suck. <laughs> How about that? No, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving rules. Thanksgiving's a good time. And you, you know to, what? You do it once a, once yeah, a year. You get to eat a feast, hang out with people, watch football, booze if you're into it. It's great. Thanksgiving's the best holiday. Well, it's funny you say that because you also, that's one of your other questions was best holiday, but we'll get to that in a minute. So you put up another one, best part of Thanksgiving. Blank wrote football all day. So now all of a sudden he likes Thanksgiving. Yeah, by the way. This guy flip-flopping. Yeah, I think he said all Thanksgiving food sucks. He sucks. So Jesus, we love you, Blank. Sorry, Blank, I love you. Um, I hate football now, so. What's your favorite food on Thanksgiving? Let's get to that. Um, my favorite food on Thanksgiving is probably the sweet potato pie. Nice. Cause I just love the, I love the, um, the marshmallows on top. The mallows. The yeah. mallows. Um, I love the cranberry sauce. I well, know that I, wasn't an option. No, but that's my favorite part. The cranberries and the can, cranberry sauce in the can. Yeah. That's the my canned favorite one. Thing. Not, not, not the fancy stuff that like, not like the like no. gourmet stuff. Give I want the, the gelatinous yeah. can shaped yeah blob that i could slice into little circles and just devour yeah i love i'm a i'm you know what i love about thanksgiving and thanksgiving food in general is i'm a i'm a huge fan of like food mixing like i don't just like eat a bite of turkey like i'll take the turkey and then i'll like i'll put like stuffing on top of it dip it in the cranberry sauce a little sprinkle a little gravy on it put gravy on it and then maybe even throw a sweet potato pie on top and i just eat that all in one bite yep like that, that's how I roll. That's I don't eat. I don't eat them separately. No, that's the move. Um, but if I had to pick, yeah, like just one, it would be the sweet potato pie. Like that, I like get legit excited for. Yeah, I get excited for the cranberry. It's once a year for me, and I love it. 
weird thing about the turkey, I don't know why it is, but I feel like leftover like day next day turkey tastes better because I think it like it sits like in the juices all like in the fridge. Yeah. And then when you microwave it, I like putting it on a sandwich the next day with other stuff on the sandwich. Imagine you had the gravy from Massapequa Diner. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. You should just do it, man. I th- do it. You know what? If you Yo-ho. do it for no other reason, do it for the story so we could talk about it on the on the podcast. Yep. Um. Okay. So what was the other thing? What was the best part? Best of th- part of Thanksgiving. Did we get any responses? I yes. just put it up like 12 minutes so ago. Blank so Blank wrote football all day. Uh, Doc Chaz wrote the bonfire. Nice. Nico wrote my dog Harold. Nice. Uh, let's see what else we got oh movie night my niece wrote because we always watch Christmas vacation every Thanksgiving night to kick off the new season nice so she looks forward to that and um, JP Mack wrote us napping to avoid conversation and blaming it on eating turkey oh that's awesome yes Lucy wrote sleeping after food so people do enjoy the uh, the post meal coma yeah I, I love God, Thanksgiving. I love so much. And I'm so excited now. James uh, hit it on the head, though, to avoid talking to people. Like that's the <laughs> Well, my favorite thing now. So this is the second year that we're hosting. And it's super like trimmed down amount of people. It's just like my it's like my brothers, the kids, my parents, um, my wife's brother, my wife's mom. Um, so it's like a, it's probably like 15 people. That's it which is awesome. Like that's the right level number of people in my yeah. opinion. And um, <clears throat> I love that I'm home. So I don't have to like drive home. It's the best. Yeah. I just fall asleep on the couch. It's the best. I will be sleeping on the couch tomorrow night <laughs> yeah. because I will be too fat and stuff to make it upstairs. It's the move. Yeah. The next one you put up is best holiday. You gave four choices. Thanksgiving, Christmas, Hanukkah, and other. Yeah. I figured people would write in. Others. Yeah. So um, Thanksgiving, no votes, Hanukkah, no votes. Uh, Christmas in a whopping lead. Yeah. 60% of the vote. Is your mic still on? Yeah. Oh, there you are. It's oh. on. Oh, okay. Why? Are you not hearing me? For a second, you uh, you were distant. You were like uh, seductive, Eric. Was I over here? You were, yeah. <clears throat> and Other got a couple votes. So I actually texted the people who wrote Other to see what they were talking about. Yeah. Uh, I actually text, I texted Chuck. I was like, you can't just vote Other and not tell me the Other. He's like, oh, it's Halloween 100%. And Lucy wrote us said it was Halloween. Yeah, Halloween's a good one. I was going to put Halloween... <clears throat> But I put Hanukkah because I wanted to make sure that, you know, we, we represent. You don't want to get canceled. Yeah, I was going to put Kwanzaa too, but ran out of space. I can only put four choices. What's your favorite holiday? I'm going to go with, um, okay, I'm going to go Thai. Personal, like selfishly, Thanksgiving. As a dad, Christmas. Fair enough. Christmas has a whole different vibe when you're a dad. I actually can't believe you didn't choose Arbor Day. <laughs> I mean, you know I love Arbor Day. Arbor Day and Groundhog Day are my, are my like you know, and Phil Collins Appreciation Day are yeah, my. That's that's the best. Those are uh, we. Oh God, we got to bring that back. Boxing Day is good too. I love it. Um, what's your favorite holiday? Probably Thanksgiving. Yeah, Thanksgiving is. Someone said it the other day. I was talking to someone about this, and they said it perfectly. Thanksgiving is the only holiday with like no strings attached. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's yep. like. The entire day is like, hey, just come over. Let's eat a lot, drink a lot of booze, and uh, fall asleep on the couch. Yeah, sounds great. Yeah. And, and it used to be watch football, but football is the worst thing ever. I hate sports. <laughs> yeah, they suck. I hate sports. I hate the New York Jets. I hate the color green now. Um, I hate the number two. <laughs> yeah, me too. 
I hate um Me also. <laughs> yeah. I hate Chris Collinsworth. God, that guy sucks. That guy. I hate Boomer Sison. I hate everybody. I hate Tony Romo. Uh, yeah. I hate like I don't know. Goalposts. I hate everything. I hate grass. I hate I hate words like, you know, sack, <laughs> fumble, incomplete pass. <laughs> uh, football stupid uh, so you, you put up any good black friday deals out there yeah do we get any let's see uh doc Chaz says probably <laughs> thanks <laughs> thanks thanks Chaz. <laughs> super helpful Chaz. casey said everything uh also not helpful <laughs> and lucy says hulu for 99 cents a month but it may just be for people signing up new isn't it Oh, no, it's like eight bucks a month or whatever. Okay. Yeah, yeah if you want to go with commercials. <laughs> commercials? What are we, poor? Yeah, Jesus. What God. are we, the poor? Spend an extra $4 and get rid of commercials, you Damn. loser. People, isn't it weird how how irrational we all are with spending money? Like, I will go to, I'll order takeout food for my family on Grubhub <laughs> for like $87. Yeah. And then be like two ninety nine for an app. Like you want me to spend three dollars on this app? What are you out of your mind? <laughs> Not gonna happen. It's weird how that works. Yeah, it's crazy. It's wild. So yeah. So we didn't get any Black Friday deals except for Hulu. And probably. <laughs> that might be my favorite response. <laughs> uh everything everything's everything's on sale <laughs> everything and probably everything is probably on sale for 99 cents but you might not be able to get it <laughs> thanks guys sick thanks for the help <laughs> well that's flybird next time yeah I, they, see that i think ai would have won by the way okay so i want to end the night by just saying uh all the things i'm grateful for because it is thanksgiving uh first and foremost eric i'm th- i'm grateful for you oh that's so sweet and uh, for Mike Jones and this podcast and all our listeners who, for some stupid reason, actually listen to us, um, thank you guys for that. Um, I really am like super, super grateful that we do the show. Um, this is like my favorite thing to do on the planet. It's good stuff. Yeah. And uh, I'm grateful for my family, my wife, who puts up with me and my stupidity and my inability to know what um, Sauvignon Blanc is. Um, I'm also thankful for my wife for not um, uh, falling out of love with me, even though I have to use Google Maps to uh, get to locations within my own town, which I did today. I literally had to use GPS to get to another part of Long Beach <laughs> today. I was like, I have no idea where that street is. She's like, it's five blocks from here. I'm like, well, I'll, better safe than sorry. I'm putting in the maps. Better safe than sorry. <laughs> Um, I'm thankful for my kids. Um, we had a good, uh, Jesus, your list is just murder. Going to murder what I'm going to say. Yeah, like I'm thankful for cyberpunk 2077 for showing boobs. Um, <laughs> uh, it was good. We had a good, we played a good card game with, uh, my two kids before the show. We did. It was fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just thankful. I'm just thankful for everything just for life i'm thankful for like this show i love doing this podcast thankful for uh for you 
sometimes Jonesy. <laughs> Thankful for my Zins. And uh, and Creed, man. <laughs> <laughs> You're thankful for Creed, yeah. Thankful for the resurgence. Yeah. And I can't wait till the concert next year. The next thing we need to uh, resurrect is Nickelback, and we're uh, it's, it's uh, they're they're there. Yeah. Imagine they play in concert together, bro. The world would perfect harmony. <sighs> it's the only anecdote. Anecdote. Antidote. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> ah, I hate words. You did me. I hate speaking. Um. It's the only antidote to the apocalyptic move of taking water from the Atlantic Ocean and dumping it in the Pacific Ocean. Yes. Um, Creed and Nickelback bringing world peace once and for all. Well, are you thankful for anything else? My pajama pants. You got good ones. They're, what are they, is that Jack, uh, Jack Skeleton? Yeah, they're Nightmare Before Christmas. Sweet. I like them. <laughs> oh, I'm thankful for hoodie t-shirts. That you put me on because I know you're wearing one right now. Sure am, <laughs> dude. I wear them to work. I wear them to the office. How great are they? They're the best thing ever. I I bought mine. I couldn't find the champion ones that you have, but I found Hanes. Thirteen dollars, guys. Yeah, these are eighteen. Yeah, thirteen dollars, and I get um hoodie T-shirts that are have buttons on them, and like I, my favorite part of mine that I get have the the string on the hoodie is a different color than the hoodie. That's pretty cool. Which makes them look fancy. Definitely. Like so fancy that I wear them to work. I love it. That makes me so happy. I wear $13 Hanes shirts to work and I do not feel out of place. They're long sleeve, correct? Yeah. Yeah. It's, they're so wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Long sleeve hoodie t-shirts. If you guys want to, like, if you don't know what we're talking about, it's like, yeah, technically they're hoodies, I guess, but like the material is t-shirt thin. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's like an undershirt, but they're in the, the shape of a hoodie. Perfect gear. It's perfect. It is perfect. Like October weather yeah gear or november with a jacket over it yeah it's like perfect till you get to the 30s yeah once you're <laughs> yeah good point i the the way i the outfit i wear often to work now is i'll wear the the my hoodie t-shirt with a white undershirt underneath it jeans white sneakers and then a jacket like a jacket over the hoodie with the hood out of the back you know what i'm talking about i sure do i look freaking baller yeah i look like They're just the greatest most like free flowing nothing's restrictive they're not like thick like feels like a like you're constricted in a real hoodie sometimes it's like you can go and i love real hoodies yeah you can play a game of uh basketball or you can go to uh you know club night at uh Mulcahy's. yeah i literally wear them for both things yeah they're the best they're wonderful i'm yeah. so glad you're onto them oh yeah. it makes me happy yeah what a find wow man i'm feeling really thankful right now yeah well have a great thanksgiving eric you too my friend uh and all our listeners you guys have a great thanksgiving as well yeah and uh we appreciate the feedback and uh let us know what you thought of our um i guess our show was basically one giant intro tonight yeah so we um, didn't have any notes we didn't prepare no. for the show uh, if you guys can't tell this was not a well-prepped show uh, but i hope you guys enjoyed it because i had a really fun time doing it me too word and until next show when we're all reunited Yay, we miss you, Jonesy. Happy Thanksgiving. We love you. Bye. Peace.